There. <laughs> so, something that I wanted to talk about with you specifically was, because I know that you just had that CBC interview, mm-hmm. was how you personally, how your experiences with mental health and all that sort of stuff, and I can't even go into, like, depth or detail or anything like that but what you went through because i i personally don't understand it right because i didn't i didn't go through that but i'm so interested in your stories and stuff like that so like yeah i've been like i'm personally really open with my mental health story because i think it's something that needs to be talked about and Mm -hmm. like needs to have awareness spread about it and um with the New Brunswick mental health system, we had such a huge, like, battle almost with them because there's just not the proper resources that people need here. Mm-hmm. And so that's what it, that's what I was talking about on the CBC radio today because, like, when I was looking for treatment, I had already tried the therapies they offer. I had tried the psych ward but that's not treatment that's just getting your diagnostics Mm. and then so my parents had to do all the research themselves to look for a treatment center for me to go to and like my psychiatrist wouldn't help the mental health system wouldn't help we couldn't get funding for anything for a really long time Mm -hmm. so my parents went and did all the research and found a few places and then we figured that venture academy in ontario was the best place to help with me personally Mm -hmm. because I was struggling with depression and anxiety and borderline personality disorder and I needed to learn how to cope with all of that, cope with my past, Mm -hmm. things that have happened and just how to move forward and keep doing just normal life things because I couldn't do that. So then we went there. It was all my parents. They made a huge scene actually. we ended up getting funding from Medicare, but that was a huge battle too. Mm. So when I was on the radio today, I was just saying like, we need way more resources for kids. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much struggle. Um, something that you just mentioned. Um, could you tell me about more like what your coping mechanisms are? Cause you, like I have anxiety and stuff like that. And so do you, a lot of people have anxiety, but you actually reached out and got the help that you were looking for, right? What are some of the coping mechanisms that they taught you how to do? A lot of the things we learned, like, they have a specific group therapy, like, a huge book that you get and you do all the worksheets in it. But um, a lot of it is perspective. They teach you perspective. They teach you actual coping skills. They teach you how to change your mindset from that anxious like irrational mindset to a more calm logical mindset Mm -hmm. so when you're in like a super high emotion state you can sit down like take a breath be like okay the world's not going to end right now like Mm -hmm. you need to put things into perspective just remember where you are what's going on one of the biggest things that I learned that helped me was I learned a lot about assertiveness and Mm -hmm. different communication styles and knowing that it's okay to say no to something Mm -hmm. it's okay to speak your mind as long as you're being respectful and because for me like a lot of the stuff that my anxiety revolved around was with like friends and saying no to plans anything like that just like a general or like in school and so learning about assertiveness and being able to speak your opinions Mm -hmm. and in a respectful way and an accepted way 
that was one of the biggest things for me. Mm-hmm. Can you give me, um, like, just like, obviously, you don't have to go in depth about this at all, but before you went to venture, what was that like? Um, I wasn't going to school. The days that I did go to school, I would skip class, hang out with the wrong crowd, get into not good things, you know, mm-hmm. all that bad stuff. Um, I had my friends, I held my friends at a higher priority than I held my family at. Mm-hmm. So I was constantly, that took a toll on my relationship with my family because mm-hmm. we weren't spending time together. We would get in fights, things like that. Um, a lot of the time I would just be isolated in my room, not with anybody. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, when you came back from venture, because obviously it really helped you out, right? What was a big, like, eye-opener for you once you came back and, like, you, you had gotten help, still, still getting some help, of course, and when you came back, what was something that you realized... How do I word this? Something that you realized that is way more important than something that you held higher when you were before you went to venture um i'd say one of the biggest things is living in the moment rather than you know focusing on the past or the future or whatever's going on mm-hmm. that's like one of the biggest things because uh before venture like a huge priority of mine was my phone and like social media all that kind of stuff and obviously at venture like we didn't have our phones we had no contact to the outside world at all yeah like we couldn't even talk to our parents yeah so i just found so many things were different after not focusing so much on social media and likes and followers and all that stuff who i'm talking to yeah and like my world was just clearer so i had to make an adjustment when i got back and i got my phone because i didn't want to fall back into that negative Mindset, mindset with social yeah. media yeah that was the biggest thing yeah um social media really is like such a i guess a lot of our studies and stuff on mental health now are so focused on when uh social media wasn't a big player mm-hmm. and you've got a lot of people that are higher up doing these studies that don't fully understand social media obviously not everyone uh not everyone understands social media, but there is people, obviously, that are higher up that understand social media. But we have all these problems and stuff, so much bullying, so mm-hmm. people care too much about likes, shares, anything yeah. like that, right? People on Instagram feel like they're not worth it if they don't have enough comments, likes, or anything like that. I feel like people don't understand that sometimes when you're born into that generation that we... I, because I used to be like that too. I was like, I'm not getting enough likes. I'll just delete the yeah, picture, right? Like, it's what you know. Yeah, like, but really, why should I give a shit? I I posted that photo because I wanted to post yeah. it. Why should I care if somebody likes it, likes mm-hmm. it or not, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm actually in media studies this year, and like, it's just crazy hearing, like, we watched a documentary. I forget what it was called, but just talking about the statistics of how many more kids are depressed now and the suicide rates like it's so crazy and i i saw somebody who was talking about it was somebody who created like a social media app and he was like when we put the like button in there 
we put it in there because it could spread love and possibility but like teens just we just don't see it that way we don't see it that way no yeah we see it as uh almost like a calling card Mm -hmm. like this is how many likes we get yeah like this is it's to us it's how popular we are yeah a lot of this as well now with 2020 and even 2019 and stuff with that i find that we are oh timer's still going no never mind (laughs) (laughs) uh i'll I'll keep going but uh is that i completely forgot what i was saying but yeah okay i'm moving on to a different topic but when it comes back i'll uh i'll remember it so how was your when you came back, because you, you, did you do learning adventure? Obviously, you mm-hmm. did, like, some school and stuff like yeah. that. When you came back to school, like, uh, public school, how, what was that like? Because you switched schools, too. Yeah. Um, it was, it was stressful. I mean, I was anxious about it because, but the good thing was I got caught up on all my schoolwork at Venture because one of their top priorities at Venture is schoolwork, so... Mm-hmm. Um, I actually got extra credits too, so I only have to get like a couple this year, which is good. Yeah. But um, coming back, my biggest priority was just making sure I was in a good environment with my friends and hanging out with like a good group of people, mm-hmm. which I am obviously. Yeah. And um, the thing that was probably the most stressful was seeing was that I knew I was going to see people from my past mm-hmm. and people that I had had conflicts with in the past yeah and but I got over that quickly like I realized that people aren't looking at me like everyone's so focused on themselves and their image yeah exactly um so do you feel like and this is a question that I like to ask pretty much everyone when they come on this is how do you feel about people using certain drugs to help with them coping. How do you feel specifically about that? Um, well, it definitely depends on the drug. Mm-hmm. But Like, I, obviously not heroin or something. Like, yeah. Like, like, if you're abusing heroin, we need to yeah, get you help all, yeah, all, sure. all on by itself. Um, but I think some people have really good experiences with psychedelics, especially. Some people find it can bring them out of a depressive state, things like that. But... I do think there are certain cases that it will only make it worse mm-hmm. when it becomes some when it becomes something that you can only be happy when you're on drugs. Yeah. That's completely different. Yeah, you need to stop entirely. Yeah. Um what I so I do remember what I was talking about before you got that FaceTime call, but what uh, what I was trying to say was is that with 2019 and 2020 and stuff like that, we used to be so much more of a like especially our age from uh, especially 16 to 23 let's say that's pretty much like where we're at right in the middle we used to be such almost like hateful as a generation Mm -hmm. people used to hate us but now with so much things happening with the black lives matter protests and Donald Trump in office and all these, all this other shit that is going on in the world is that we actually want change and Mm -hmm. we care and we love like that guy. I've said it before and I'll say it again. There's not one person that I hate because I want to spread love. Right. Mm -hmm. I want 
like, all the things going on in China with the Muslims and stuff like that, like, that's just fucked up. It makes me sick to my stomach mm-hmm. when I hear that stuff. When I hear some of the stuff that the people say that are high up in office. Yeah. It's fucked up. When all this stuff, when I hear even someone is bullying someone else because of their weight or their sexual orientation or if what they identify as like i used to think that that was fucking hilarious i won't i won't lie to you when i was younger i did think that was hilarious i look at it now and be like those people have actual feelings and Mm -hmm. stuff right like we are legitimately hurting them yeah i think it a lot of it comes with maturity it does and just getting older and realizing like like gaining empathy yeah but i also think that when i think the black lives matter movement was the start of a lot of it Mm -hmm. and i think people just realized that we can use social media for good yeah we can use it to give the spotlight to subjects like that that actually matter Mm -hmm. not just use it for insignificant things like hating on other people or focusing on what selfie you post you know like we can use it to actually make a change i think that was one of the biggest things yeah like something that i have wondered because i'm also not i'm also not a girl is so a girl posts a selfie on instagram right and you always see all those comments and stuff like that from other girls right Mm -hmm. what do you you personally think is that those girls actually think that or they're just ramping it up for more of let's help this girl out or like it's almost like a weird way to describe it because i always thought like some of these girls could hate each other and they're just commenting this right oh yeah definitely you think so? like personally i don't really contribute a lot to it like i don't even use instagram and stuff that much anymore Mm -hmm. but like i will comment on someone's post and be like pretty or whatever and i might not necessarily think they're pretty but you know it makes them feel good yeah like i think it does come from a place of kindness Mm -hmm. in people's hearts when they do that I don't think it's anything other than that, honestly. Yeah, uh, like, that's what I've wondered, because, like, I remember, I'm not going to say any names, but I remember when uh, there was this girl around, and people really didn't like her, and uh, some, so she would, she posted these photos on Instagram, and I would see these people about, people saying terrible things about her and stuff like that, but then just commenting under her post, like, that's Mm -hmm. just being so two-faced, and I I used like when I was younger obviously I keep bringing up when I was younger I used to be like that too but now I see that there's so much more to life than if I don't like you I don't like you mm-hmm. but there's very few people that I don't like right yeah. like cuz I want to be here to spread love mm-hmm. right there's no one here that I don't love and yeah. I I just want to be a person that someone can come and talk to mm-hmm. me about and someone that people feel okay or comfortable yeah. around, you know? Like, I I am so scared of people being almost, like, scared of me, you know? Because I never want to be that way, ever. Mm-hmm. I always want to be someone who... Someone who people think is nice yeah. and, stuff, and caring and compassionate or whatever. Yeah. But, See, that's even a part where I'm scared of people thinking that way. And it's because of just all this all this stuff in social media because people could be talking behind your back at any yeah, moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I understand that completely. And I think 
a lot of that, like I said, comes with maturity and just realizing that, like, life is way too short Mm -hmm. to hold grudges and, like, be fake towards other people, like, spread gossip, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, that's not what life is about. You could be having so much more fun doing so much more. Yeah. And, like, that's what I'm kind of trying to do with, like, for example, the interview on the radio. Like, I just want to be a voice for people that don't necessarily have one and I want to be an inspiration for people and want to be someone that people feel comfortable talking to because like everyone deserves to know that they're worthy of getting help they're worthy of being happy that kind of stuff and not many people will reach out and talk about that stuff so if I can then it shows other people that it's okay too yeah it it, it is okay to have problems it's Mm -hmm. like it's a totally normal thing people aren't alone Mm -hmm. that's something that a lot of us deal with is we think that we're alone i can remember uh in grade 11 i had a panic attack so bad that i just wouldn't stop shaking and i i would just have these flashes in my head of just like terrible things and i was i was just like I'm all alone. Mm-hmm. The next day, I remember looking up and like thinking about what it was. Uh, obviously, I knew it was a panic attack, but people saying the same thing. I was like, there's so many people going through this terrible stuff, and there's people that get this daily. Mm-hmm. I, that was, I only get maybe like two of those like a year, two of those really, really bad ones, and there's people that go through that daily. Like The moment that you go through it, you realize yeah. how bad it can really be to someone else. Yeah, it really puts it into perspective. And I think... Everybody struggles in some way and like whether your problems are considered huge or whether you think they're small, like there's still problems that deserve to be acknowledged and helped with. Like that's why I think like some people some people will say like, Well, people have it so much worse than me, like so and so has it so much worse. It doesn't matter. Like you still deserve to be happy and get help. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. Everyone deserves to be happy. Mm-hmm. And that's that. Yeah.